1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International, the first of two hours of me and my co-host. Yippee-doo. I am Rod Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's fabulous Ben Helsink. And with me, my charming, ever so effervescent co-host, the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mister
0: Steve Parsons. I have every reason to be charming and effervescent. Yeah, like, and I can say quintessential. I can't, so I don't really give a sh. Hey, hint, no. good news! I have no news. What I have? I've a finished new book? Manga, I finished the I finished the manuscript for Ghostology Two.
1: See, there you go. That's excellent. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good news. That was um, ahead of schedule too. That's not bad going, is it?
1: Schedule? I thought you said schedule.
0: I didn't. I said schedule.
1: Why did you say that? That's not proper English.
0: It is proper English. ahead you know of schedule. It it? Schedule. It was... Behave. Learned. Learn the English language, will you? <laughs> <laughs> from from an American.
1: You can't speak English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> say quintessential. Yes. Go on. Carry, carry on. Your new book, yes. You just finished it. I'm excited. Well, a pair of them, actually, since uh, since d- December. Two books mm. finished. Two oh, due out in the next... um oh, one? One. Uh, the new The new equipment guidance notes for this. For yeah, the I know that one. Yeah.
1: So that's the up. first
0: one. And then Ghostology. Ghostology 2, I should say. 2.0.
1: Yeah, but that's not like a real book. It's just. Oh, uh, sorry. It's just a polishing. Sorry? deal. It's just a polishing deal, and it's not like it's a real job or nothing. Yet. Uh, so, Change so, sorry, I don't
0: know. Change the oh, cover. Put put Ghost oh,
1: two on it. There you go. There's
0: a lot of there's a lot of changes. In fact, there's. Um, right. There has to be because oh. it's got to be kept up to date. I mean, look how look how much things have changed in the last six years. Because it was, you know, it came out 2015, no, is it 16? Anyway, um, you know, times have moved on. Cameras mm. have got bigger resolutions okay. and we use things. There's a whole raft of new equipment to talk about. Right, and see,
1: wait see. to see the obscure shots in this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's scary about that photo? Because I was looking yeah. at it only today. Thinking, <laughs> should, should I leave it in or should I take it out? Shoot, I, go. Shoot, I yeah. It's actually, you know what, what's most disturbing because you think it's an uppie. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a man. It's actually yeah, it looks, a man. I, first, it's a first, man. I know it's it is. A I man. Know
1: that I didn't know, but it doesn't matter. You can't have an upskirt of a man, especially in Scotland.
0: You can You can. No, it's actually, um, I quite enjoyed doing it because, um, I mean, it needed oh, really? doing. Keep going. <laughs> it needed doing. Um, and, oh, I uh, thought
1: you were talking about the picture. Oh, thank God you went on to the yeah, book. I can't
0: decide <laughs> what. Well, I'll, I'll tell you I'll give you the, the picture. The I'll next thing you say is, I enjoy you...
1: doing it. It's like, oh yeah. my God, he's perverted that little guy from England. It's true what they say about them. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's probably true. Um, <laughs> right, go on then. You can help me decide here. Yes. It, How can I help should, you? Should the picture stay or should the picture go? Oh, hell yeah. That's infamous. What, you mean get rid of it? No,
1: keep it. It's infamous. It's like, you know, the, the high a point better the, one. people are buying it just to see that picture. <laughs>
0: just you, are the, you, and you are literally. Yeah, but what's 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 really scary is you're the only person that's ever mentioned it. Ever. Everybody ever, knows. Ever, ever. ever. That's the question. Well, maybe Everybody, that's why. Mate, Do you know, that might be why the Ryan Institute uses it as a, as a course book. You go. <laughs> That could be the that could be the reason. It very could, well could the, be. The other the other thing I can't decide, and I've got to decide, is the color.
1: Now the last one was that yellow or the green one?
0: Uh, the green one. Now yeah. I'm I'm favoring blue. Uh huh. A sort of a you know like a high vis type blue, vivid, vibrant blue.
1: Well, in all fairness, since it is basically ghostology up to date it should be the shade It really? should be a shade of new green
0: i don't want to do green done green yeah but it's the same well do you know actually you say to you know what we, you we were saying about revising there's yeah. actually uh 60 of it is brand new
1: really that's pretty good
0: yeah. because I mean, things like the history of ghost hunting never change, of course. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah, yeah. Get this, yeah. Totally some scared. of the some of the sort of standard things will never change. Well, um, but it's surprising, you know, how much. And it, it really did actually shock me. And maybe we can chat about it now. Is how much equipment has come and gone down the years, um, even in the last four it's or five gone. years. gone. It's never gone. It oh, yeah. It it's come no, classic. You, <laughs> I, well, I mean, as an example, as an yes. example. Five or six years ago, the K2 was one of the go-to meters. Every team yep. had them, and um, the teams were actually using them by then as ghost ghost communicators for the first right. time. You know, they, exactly. they, they'd moved on. Now, the K2, it became so popular that it actually has uh, – you can go check this out on Amazon if you, if you don't believe me, listeners. There are Chinese counterfeit K2s now on Amazon hmm. uh, for half the price of the original. So you can actually – there is nothing that the Chinese won't counterfeit. Yeah. Um, but now you try and you try K twos are just like oh, they're so last year. Ghost boxes. Um, you know the communication, the Frank, the assumption, the Frank's box and the Wonder yeah, yeah. box and the Huff box and the Cricket the box, box and, and yeah, all the other. Yeah. They, the they box. Yeah, they've all rebranded. They're all mm-hmm. now portals. Oh, God, please shoot they're me. are all spirit portals. Oh, I kid you not. Please shoot
1: me. Please shoot me. But, you know, I was uh, this also... This is where we've gone, Steve, really? Yeah. We're I now was also opening looking portals at the to the other
0: side. Well, what <sighs> they are no longer um, considered, you know, they're not EVP devices or they are portals, spirit portals. And it, <laughs> do you know, going through all this uh, updating stuff, and then, because uh, a lot of it, you can't just make up, you've got to go out and do the research. So mm-hmm. I was looking at, you know, over the last sort of four or five months, reading up on the latest innovations in in ghost tech and ghost techniques. Yeah. And I don't think, can it get any dumber?
1: I don't know, Steve, I really don't. I mean, I, I've, I I've is, kind of given it, up on it, just,
0: totally. It's just dumber and dumberer and dumberer, dumberer, dumberer. <laughs> okay. There's dumb and dumberer, and now there's dumber dumberer and dumberer. It dumber, dumb
1: it's dumber, dumber and just, dumber.
0: It just seems to be going and dumberer. Yeah, it just go. It's just going more and more. I was looking through when I was doing the history section. I was looking yes. at um, how we how society viewed Love ghosts and spirits and of course if we look at the middle ages uh, the, the, anything to do with the paranormal was viewed upon as the work oh. of the devil of course and it was it, it, the church played along with that idea and encouraged people to um because it it, it drew people into the church yep and anything you know you've got You've got poltergeist cases. You know, we would recognise stone throwing and puddles of water appearing and other things getting flung about as a classic poltergeist case. Back in the middle mid, middle ages, it was demonic. Then we became enlightened, and in two thousand and twenty one, it's bloody demons again. <laughs> and you can't, you know, what happened to the to the white lady and the silently gliding yeah. phantoms that. You know, that just of the quiet apparition that just appeared in the armchair, like Combermere at Combermere Abbey. What
1: if they happened to recording and measuring
0: things? That doesn't happen. No. No, that doesn't happen.
1: They want to talk to them, speak to them, open portals, bounce off things. What's really
0: depressing is um, the, the missed opportunities because the technology now can you can do amazing things uh with the technology um mm-hmm. that we couldn't you know even i could only dream of years ago i can now do and you look at the opportunities that are available to the investigators and how they've completely thrown thrown them up in the air and then reverse engi- reverse engineered the catastrophe when it hit the ground we, you know, I despair. I genuinely despair, and it's driven along, in most part, by the social media and the television shows. Yes. You know, you look at these television shows that are on at the moment. You've got, um, well, my favourite one for idiots at the moment has to be the Tennessee Wraith Chasers. I mean, there is. Is the one? Yeah. Well, they are in the UK, but I don't know if they finished in America. But I mean, there you have the classic. You know, these people shouldn't be allowed out. You know, if lockdown should apply, it should apply to those people. They should be locked up and the key thrown away. And mm-hmm. I don't doubt that their ev- that their intentions are entirely good. You know, that's that's the thing. The what you see with a lot of these groups, um, and even on the shows when they appear on the shows, their intention is is. Good. You can't fault them um, because they generally, you know, they're doing it with the best intentions. They're, they're trying to help the community. They're trying to help the homeowner, homeowner, honoma, homeowner. Can you have a homeowner? You can now. Dumber. Dumber. But <laughs> Dumber where are more. they? where are they getting the ideas from? And the ideas that they're getting, you see on the television shows. You see them on on ghost adventures. You see them being, you know, you see Aaron being sacrificed week upon week to a demon. You've got Zach walking around in that ridiculous bloody mask. You know, like he's some sort of, I don't know. I can't even begin to describe. But it it got me thinking about the television shows and why we do them. Because you and I have both done many. Many, 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 you more than me. Me more than you, but many, many, many between us. And we've done a range of shows. We've done the um you know the documentaries and we've done the entertainment shows and mm-hmm. but then I was saying, well, why do we do them? What what is it that we're doing? You know, why are we doing them to be altruistic and to help and to educate? Do you want to know to... I I
1: was still, I didn't because well, you know I'm, I'm
0: going I think you and I are about to say the same thing.
1: Well, all right, then let you go first. Uh,
0: for me, ultimately, I, I didn't yeah, want to wh- talk anyway. when I when I had a proper think about it, I realized that actually I'm doing it for two reasons. One, it gets me into some pretty cool places. Mm-hmm. And two, they pay me. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's about the bottom line of it.
1: Yeah, I, I did it for another reason, too. I agree with both of those, by the way. Um I did it for another reason, too. And, you know, I'm not, I'm really not sure. Ah, how can I say this? I'm not really not sure what we're looking for. I mean, I'm trying to understand, I think, more than trying to solve. I'm trying to understand what's going on in all these different reports and things. And by... Uh, bringing media along, it, it number one, it, it opens up to uh, people who have similar experiences and they can uh, relate those to me and I can try to understand what's going on. So uh, to me, it was to reach more people to try to understand what is going on in the paranormal, what paranormal is. And, and to me, I know we differ in, in the term of paranormal, but um, to me, it, it's it's something that's not normal that can't be explained at that time and, and that's one of the reasons I that I did it is that it, I, I mean trying to understand it and by reaching more people and, and learning more about it then I can understand it better if that makes any sense
0: at all well it does make sense and the reason I, the reason I raised it was because um we approached it slightly differently right at the very beginning didn't we because yes if I if I remember rightly you started um oh yeah a it's career a in media yeah. you, you, you know and you then thought that looks like an interesting subject i'll follow that line with it and then another you know it developed to where it's got today whereas i was already ghost sure, hunting eh?
1: yeah
0: and then media opportunities started to come along so it was it was kind of like a a switchabout situation wasn't it you'd started yeah. with yeah. From the front of media and i started from the ghost hunting and we we met where we are today and the rest is history but for me uh, the media i mean it was it was a nice welcome distraction you know i got to go into some very cool places places that ordinarily i would never have got inside and right. even if i had got inside it would have been as a visitor with you know much restricted access i mean you know if you go along with a media crew with a media budget you get doors open for you yeah. um yeah. inside the locations
1: it was fun too in
0: all fairness. and and it allowed us i mean the the media the media fees allowed parascience to yes. look you know develop new lines of equipment. We got our first thermal thermal imager um, out of the proceeds of Most Haunted. We we started with a lot of the infrasound equipment for my PhD. Uh, you know with funding from different documentaries that I I'd been working on. So it's allowed me to do more things. You know, it's it's a it's a, been a good source of funding. And that's basically for me has been the bottom line. I don't care tomorrow. I, you know, if I, if I don't do another television job, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. you've got you've got people who live for live for the media. They, you know, their, their whole career as a ghost hunter is right. based on the number of likes and fans and well, No, You can just and... go on
1: Facebook and you, and you follow it more than I do, but you follow all these people that are posting all their adventures on Facebook well, and uh, YouTube and everything. I, but, I follow uh, them
0: because I, I, I need to keep abreast of what the current situation. No, is. I, I, no I'm i not discarding you for that. But... No, I mean, I'm, I think we should follow them. Uh, and I think we should keep an eye on them because in some ways, they're the next generation. They're they're leading the direction. I'm not leading anything. Um, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many books I write or how many shows I appear it's, on. It's gone. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I am not influential. I am not an influencer. Um, you, you but are people, in a way
1: if people, you know, because we, you don't have a TV show, as uh, you know, uh, you don't have as much influence as Zach, for instance. So, but people. Like what you say, they're interested in what you say. I mean, when we did that uh ghost tech course uh last month or this month, what this month, I guess it is, uh, I mean, there were, there were there were some people that were honestly impressed with it, and because it wasn't what they saw on TV, it was a, a look at the more I consider it serious side of ghost hunting.
0: Uh, well, that's that's nice to hear. But I mean, you, you see it for yourself. Remember when we were doing a spirit quest a couple of years ago? Oh, and, God, yes. uh, and Jeff, Jeff Belanger brought along the, SL, the S.L.S. camera from the show. The oh, by very the way, Clay one. has one now. Yeah. No, but this was this was the. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're looking for spiders <laughs> with it. <laughs>
1: But and this he, was he, and he watched the debate with you with you on it, by the way, to tell you the, the, the uh the ad trips of it. He's I think he's lost his mind, but that's oh, besides yeah. the
0: point. Well <laughs> you know, a lot of these a lot of these things are they all a bit like crack cocaine, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, um the original this was the this was the one that Zach used. This was you know, this was yeah. the, the, the number one SLS camera. And you know that we so very quickly Yeah you you know um, what we were using it with, we were letting people try it out and showing them how they too could make stick figures because it's a dumb computer at the end of the day with a camera on the end of it. Uh-huh. And it's looking for something. And if you show it, you know, if it, if it gets to see what it wants to see, it makes a stick figure. And a few people went away and said, oh yeah, now I know how it works. And a few people went away and said, yeah, I don't believe a word of it. <laughs> Even though they would had it in their hand and were making stick figures, you know, to order.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, but
0: you can but lead a horse what, to water. What
1: does that determine? You have a stick figure, whoopie do? You know, I mean, what happened to, you know, hey, uh, recording hey. real stuff? Hang on a recording minute.
0: Recording the experiences it gets better, it gets oh, much okay. better. The SLS, forget that, it's moved on. um mm-hmm. Have you seen the new videos that are appearing on YouTube? No, no. Oh, well, if you have a Tesla car, people there there are now people going ghost hunting in and with their Tesla cars in oh, the for states. God's sake,
1: who can afford a Tesla car?
0: Well, <laughs> those that can, <laughs> they've <laughs> taken to driving slowly around graveyards in America. Um, yeah, because the Tesla car. Uh, it's, it's a it's an automated wonder, and it has uh, a self-drive feature. And one of the mm-hmm. uh, and it has innumerable sensors, very similar to an SLS camera, but you know upscaled a bit. Right. So it can spot pedestrians and other objects in the road. And this mode means that um, if it identifies a certain pattern or shape, or it draws a stick figure to warn mm-hmm. the driver that there's a pedestrian in the road. So them.
1: basically, it's a...
0: so they're driving okay. round graveyards and cemeteries and finding stick figures. Good for them. And now they've gone ghost hunting in their Tesla car. So do they do they even know how it works? No, they don't okay. need to because they know because they've seen on television. You know, they've watched it week after week after week. And they've heard, you know, the the influencing experts explain that this camera has got blah 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 sensors, and it got infrared and thermal and doodads and bells, and when it draws a stick figure, it's a demon or it's a spirit or. Yeah. And it's so... Trump. <laughs> Thought he was making a comeback.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> they. And and so they believe what they say. Mm-hmm. And they there is nothing you know, we we don't have paranormal television shows that debunk paranormal television shows or rather paranormal myths.
1: And the funny was, part about it, that one of the first ones, other than the most haunted, the ghost hunters, that's what they did. But hell, they haven't debunked anything since 1949.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think Eisenhower was the president when they last yeah. uh, debunked something, wasn't it? Because it, debunking isn't good for advertising, bi- isn't good for, no, isn't good for business. No. I mean, I watched one this week. I don't know if you saw our mutual friend Kieran was, uh, he, he was brought on to, it was filmed a while ago. Um, and they had, you know, the paranormal experts uh, commenting yeah. on ghosts caught on camera. So it was different video clips that they got oh, off YouTube. That's and, cool. yeah. and he was, he it's was a show, there. It's a
1: popular show here in the States, a
0: paranormal yeah. on camera well, a camera. Well, this was, okay. this was, this was exactly the same, except they had yeah. some British, you know, the, the ones that we see on YouTube week after yeah. week and on social media. Yeah. Um, and Kieran had been given the job as the, uh, the show's skeptic mm-hmm. to, to try and debunk the videos. Oh, really? And of course, rather like his role on Most Haunted, it, it was a hiding to nowhere because the sceptic always ends up saying the same thing. Well, of course, that's interesting, but... Mm-hmm. And then trying to explain how... And and to be fair, the technical knowledge was a little bit lacking uh, when it came down to dealing with some of the photographic processes, but we can forgive a psychologist that. Um. The skeptic always sounds like they're playing. You know, they're a one-track, one-trick pony. It's the same old track that the the skeptic has to come up with because, you know, the medium the medium now uses the lines. Well, you know, as a site, I like to think of these things scientifically, um, or I'm a skeptical medium. You can't be a skeptical medium. No. You can't be a scientific psychic. The things are analogous to one another. You know, you, you, you can be, if you believe
1: uh, you're talking to the dead, how can you be skeptical?
0: Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are intrinsically a believer. And if that, and the same, the same applies the other way. People who are like Joe Nickel and Brian yes. Cox, those people are believers, but in the opposite camp, they believe absolutely yeah. that, that nothing is, that, Yeah. yeah. So you have these two groups of believers, the believers in the existence of the phenomena and the believers who in the non-existence of the phenomena. And in actual fact, they're as bad as one another. They're both they full of dogma. They're both entrenched in their positions, lobbing bombs at one another. Yep. And it comes down to personal name calling and repeating the same stuff over and over, over and over, over. you know oh um, if you're making an extraordinary claim you need extraordinary evidence no evidence is evidence a claim is a claim there is no such you know, this nonsense about a claim for something para- being paranormal is an extraordinary claim no if you claim that you saw something or heard something that is a simple claim and can be tested and the evidence to refute it or to confirm it is evidence. It isn't extraordinary evidence, and your claim isn't in any way extraordinary. But this is what's happening with the media shows, and it's compounded by social media. But it's no better on radio either. You know, Radio Four, uh, BBC Radio Four, this week have been doing the uh, Battersea poltergeist. Yeah, which I want to, I want to get into that sometime. Uh, well I'm hoping he, that we can get Kieran on the show and he can I tell know, us. But he's about a busy it. boy now, he's rich and famous, so he's not that busy, he just hasn't got to answering his email yet. So he's typical. Yeah, it's he always he, he never was fast off the mark. Mm-hmm. Um but it's always sensationalized, it's always treated you know, sort of uh, and finally. Oh, and here's a funny story: the paranormal in the media is treated like the cat that can ride motorcycles or the dog that can surf. Hmm. It's not given the the due consideration. I'd love to make a program debunking paranormal television shows. Now, that's, <laughs> that's one I would I would do that one for nothing. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> But it's surprising they, they wouldn't people... believe
1: whatever you said, anyway. So,
0: I think I think you could put forward a good case if you did it properly. I'm sure you
1: could. But
0: we've got one minute, but um, well, we've got thirty seconds now. But when we come back after the break, I want to I want to talk about belief because something happened this week that that sort of got me thinking about that as well.
1: Okay, but I, I do want to talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, the equipment, because you mentioned two different camps, but I wanted to show you that they actually could use the same equipment to do what they do. Anyways, the tunes are here. We okay. got to take a break. you listen to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation No, Hope International. The other one. Steve Parson, Ron kolak right here on Togenet, Edition, Power Pararex Radio. We'll be right back after the following messages. Mysterious and spooky, they all talk gobbly-gooky, the para family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the para family.
0: They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous, as we give awards to
1: the para family.
0: Welcome to um, Ghost Chronicles International, the next generational paranormal show brought to you by New England's very own Van Helsing and over here in the UK, the gold standard in ghost hunting. And don't forget, coming out um, later this year is Ghostology 2.0, a fully revised, updated version of the best-selling original. Hopefully you can get a copy. Oh, you'll get a copy. Mm, You won't read it, though, because you haven't read the last one. Anyway, I have. You, wanted to, you have not. You wanted, you, all you were doing is looking at the pictures. I read that blue book from cover to cover. It's green.
1: Oh, I read the blue one. <laughs> it was small.
0: <laughs> you wanted to chat about two items of equipment.
1: Yeah, well, um, I, I have a copy in my, of something in my hand. Because uh, you mentioned the name. And it's called... Uh, uh, Investigating Strange Mysteries by Joe Nickel.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great, great and, investigator. Really he, objective.
1: Well, you know what? Look, this is what he has. Uh, following Price's lead, today's pseudo, pseudo-scientific would-be uh, investigators often take technology and gadgets to sites of legend, paranormal activity in search of other... Outerworldly energies, Various ghost hunters, for example, use everything from Geiger counters to dowsing rods to EMF meters without seemingly realizing that such devices were not made to detect ghosts. Hmm, really, I've heard that somewhere before. But to measure faulty wiring and nearby microwave towers. Uh, more sensible. So anyways, he talks about what gets get, uh, more sensibly. This investigator will find several useful items in fieldwork. Most notably, note-taking and photographing. And additional equipment will prove useful as a tape recorder, not for EVPs, but to record interviews, heard that before, camcorders for visually recording something, and of course, cameras, Uh, and even other specialized equipment. Uh, Tape measures and linsatic compass will be useful for field work. And I uh, see a, a notebook, pen, compact digital camera, pen light, magnifier, combination knife, and a little trace evidence
0: collection packet. So, Ooh. what do you
1: think of Mr. Uh, Mr. Nichols' uh, little kit there?
0: I agree with it 100%. Isn't
1: that the exact same thing to
0: use? Yeah, almost exactly the same thing, right down to um, a compass. A lensatic yep. compass, to be precise, and do you know why we use one?
1: Tell us. To so find out where we... north is.
0: Correct. <laughs> and there's a very good reason why an investigator would want to know that. Um, and it's got and nothing also to do. To find do... out
1: if you're in the Bermuda Triangle, right?
0: No. <laughs> the reason the reason that um, we pack compasses uh, is got nothing to do with electromagnetics or whether ghosts can make compasses spin round or any of that BS. It's so that when you're aligning. Uh, a single, um, you know, like your, EMF, your basic EMF meters, which are next to useless, but you can use them for some things. Um, they have a single axis sensor. Now, an electromagnetic field is three-dimensional and directional in that um, depending on the, the direction that the current, the electric current is flowing, you will have a primary field strength direction. But the field itself is is basically uh, three dimensional. So if you have a three dimensional field and you're a single axis sensor, it's perfectly possible to miss the field entirely. Um, you can't over record, but you will often under measure the value of the field. Now, one way uh, you can align the sensor. Uh, with the field and there's a technique for doing that. It's really it's really simple but sometimes when you're taking multiple measurements at different parts of inside a location what you're looking for is a comparative difference between the field in point a and point b now you if you align the sensors it will take half a night so you use you use compass alignment so you align up all the sensors north south or east west or against a prominent landmark or feature. Um, so, for example, uh, the the front wall of a building or the rear wall of a building. If you're indoors, and that's why we carry compasses. Plus, plus, when you're doing a sketch map of the location, so that you can mark on stuff. You know, like where the windows and the doors are, and which way the wind's blowing, and important stuff like that. You know, which way is north, south, east, and west. That's why we carry a compass and I carry a tape measure and I carry a tape measure so that I can measure stuff like how far away is that object? Um, how far did that object move from how its start? Tone? Well, you know, objects do move. Um, they can move for a lot of reasons, but yeah. they do move. And you can't just say, oh, well, it moved. Well, how far did it oh, It was about that far. As an investigator, you have to say, well, actually, it was eight and a half inches. Right. And it it traveled that distance in that length of time. So now I can give you a speed. Or an average speed of travel, because it might have done a lot of it in a very short period of time and then done the last half inch in an hour. So we do need to measure things. So, you know, I, I've got several ways of doing it in the kit bag behind me. Um, the most commonly used is a simple uh DIY, you know, stand, standard uh, roll out te- uh, tape measure. Um, mm-hmm. Not, you know, it's it's perfectly adequate. If I want to measure the length of a room or a large room, I have a laser range finding device, um, which is accurate to about a tenth of a centimeter or something, yeah. tenth of a millimeter. Um,
1: I use a laser measure.
0: It's the same thing.
1: Yeah
0: laser rangefinder uh yeah. you shoot a laser beam or something and then the beam bounces to and from we and have this,
1: yeah. in america now we have uh, they have them for the dyi's at home uh, yeah 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 you can use it for basically replacing a tape measure
0: yeah this is my mine mine is just in a because mine mine is now getting on a bit works perfectly yeah. well mine mine sort was like designed for, yeah <laughs> my mine, mine was you know a bit more expensive because they weren't in the diy stores then so you couldn't you know there was no chinese mass marketing of these things the, the one i got was made in germany and it was about 400 pounds because back then they were very scarce and they were used by architects and they were used by you know uh, for very specific applications and they were very i mean i remember when my dad bought his very first pocket calculator home oh and god it was, and it was a, you know, a really, had a red. And they were expensive uh, as hell. Well, I was just going to say, I was about seven or eight years old. And he he brought one home to show me. And mm-hmm. it had a red, do you remember the red fluorescent LED display? Yes, yes Like on yeah. the, uh, yeah, had that on it. All it did was add, subtract, divide, multiply. And, multiply. and I think it had square root. Yeah. That cost over 250 Pounds. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Ti now, made them here in the states, and New York
0: Well, this was this was a ti. This was the Texas okay. instrument yeah. one a ti a ti thirty, I think it was. Uh-huh. Um, and the other day we were in. Well, the other day before lockdown, we were in. Uh-huh. Um, we were in our local dollar store, pound pound store, and the boys <laughs> needed calc- Boys needed calculators for school. Uh-huh. Um, pound each. And it could do more than this, you know. I mean, yeah. that's that's what it's come down to. Hmm. So, you know, the laser rangefinder I've got is, isn't any better than the one you get from Homebase or um, Lowe's or any measure. of the other big DIYers. It's just older. Um, it's still as accurate as it was. And it costs a shitload of money. You, but, yeah, but a tape measure. Yeah, I use a tape measure.
1: I, so... I wanted to talk to you, since we're talking equipment and, and ghost hunting and uh, paranormal investigating, whatever you want to call it, I'll still call it ghost hunting. What can I tell you? I like calling it ghost hunting. And I do too. But anyway, uh, we differ in one, well, we differ in a couple of things, but one thing that we do differ in is the use of a base camp. Do we? Yeah, because I believe in base camps and, and from what I get from you, you really don't, right?
0: No, we absolutely do
1: oh, you do okay well, it's...
0: yeah of course oh, I, we do. I, I, okay there's gonna be I, somewhere I, to there's gonna be somewhere to rest and put the cut put the kettle on for a cup of tea, but you you don't
1: use it as a monitoring station though uh
0: no, 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 that's where okay. we do differ. We yeah. don't have a central monitoring position because all of our um monitoring is done in situ uh it's either done by data loggers or it's done by remote sensing. So there is, no, and the, the reason yeah, that you, we- d- Don't you monitor the monitoring? No, the, uh, reason, that, the reason that we stopped doing it- Yes, yeah, so I'm sure. Um, well, about 20 years ago, we were in a location and we did have a central, we used to use a central monitoring point. So we would have two or three or, or more monitors, screens, mm-hmm. um, feeding back from the cameras i and, remember those uh, good old
1: days
0: yeah and we we had a uh, you know remote uh, thermometers so we'd have the sensor out in the yeah, and we'd have the the the, the reader head back mm-hmm. at the central point
1: yeah
0: um then we you know, we were sitting there one night and we'd set up as normal and we were just following the same old formula you know the base you know a room or an area was was designated the table was set up and all the equipment was yep. set up and, and t- a couple of chairs were set there and you know you sure, have your, had your monitoring to t- you yep. yeah and, and you'd have your you know your monitoring person and their job was to watch the screens and yep. um, but we noticed that um, most of the investigators were watching the screens and it led to this this incident this is this is the night we stopped doing it Uh we we had a central monitoring it was an open plan um building it was actually Uh a museum so it was open plan and we'd set up this monitoring position um more or less about a a quarter of the way up from one end uh near the stairs and behind us we'd had investigators so they were working you know sort of dotted around the floor Uh um and uh, the guy behind us who was supposed to be watching behind him yeah so he he should have been facing 180 degrees to what we oh. were looking at suddenly came rushing past us uh, it was quiet you know it, the lights were dimmed because that's what you did back then yeah um, <laughs> and all of a sudden there was this commotion and this this heroic investigator, it was like a scene from Ghost Adventures, he came rushing past us, charged off into the middle of the, the museum floor, and waving torches, and flash of a camera, and the wear of the film, because it was a film camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll show you how long oh, ago yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. and Nobody moved, apart from this idiot. Um, yeah. And until, you know, we thought, well, he's obviously seen something, so you know, let's, you know, don't don't interrupt. When it when it he we wandered back, yeah, I said, well, Okay, let's let's have a s let's call a halt in it. What happened? Uh-huh. Well, I saw some movement on the monitor and I couldn't quite so I I I kept watching it and it kept moving. Um so I decided to go and try and grab a photograph of it. Yeah. I said, Which monitor Are, were you looking at? Are recording first...
1: on your monitors?
0: Oh yeah, but I asked asked him which which monitor were you you know did you see the movement on because there was you know there were several about the place and um, I thought he might have been talking about because the building had its own CCTV and this had monitors up you know high up on the wall as well. Um, He was talking about one of ours and when he said oh it was that one and pointed to the particular screen, um, I said, well why were you first of all why were you watching our screens. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing's happening where I am. Um, <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> the screen on that camera, this the camera that's attached to that screen is that camera there. And it's looking straight back at you. <laughs> you, you have just been watching yourself on our monitor.
1: That's exciting.
0: So as you're moving about, you're seeing the movement and then you've gone off and chased yourself up, up the building and spoiled. <laughs> And we realized that actually it's true. When, when, mm. when you put any form of monitoring device, or even if you open the uh, screen on the camcorder, mm-hmm. people stop looking at the world and they start looking at the screen. Yeah. And when, when we realized that, then we shut the screens on the camcorders and we took away all the monitors.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: because we want enough. people to look at the, the location.
1: Right. I understand that.
0: Not, not the TV screens. Yeah. Oh, no. so I, I totally we understand
1: that, and I also understand why. Yeah.
0: So we uh, stopped doing it twenty yeah. years ago, and that was the reason why.
1: I like it because you can, especially. I mean, I, I wouldn't, you know, for, recommend it for like if you're doing a, a house, for instance. But if you're doing a large location, I, I like it's so you can. Um, well, for instance, if you if you hear or see something unusual going on in one of the the monitors or whoever's monitoring base camp, then they can uh, contact the closest team or, or a team and, and and get them into that location to just to see if if they can explain what was going on or or to catch what was going on as far as you know whatever it is, and uh, that's kind of what I like it. I I think they can aid in, in an investigation uh, by using your resources better. You can, you know, dispense the resources where you need them. Uh, or, or, to me, ghost hunting is, is reactionary more than stagnant. Um,
0: so, well, if, again, that, 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 this is where we do differ because for I, us... I know, I,
1: I totally understand. Yes. Yeah,
0: for us, yeah. we don't react to anything. Um, right. we, we are not there to react. We are there to observe and monitor. So, right. hopefully, and it doesn't always work, but hopefully... You will have um, pre-positioned people in the areas of most interest. Right now, what what I don't want. But you want know, to you happen...
1: have limited resources sometimes, so you have to deal with yeah, what yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah. but we have a method for getting around that. The so what we do is we pre-position our resources, and mm-hmm. what we don't want to happen is if if you know as you say, um, you, you, your base camp sees something. I oh, hear want something. To, too, or hear it, something. Yeah. You know, yeah. So you want to deploy a resource that you are you are from our perspective you're creating another disturbance. No, I so, totally
1: understand that that
0: part too. So, I really
1: do. Yeah, you, you're, you're actually. Con- so we
0: don't want scene, anybody yeah. moving about.
1: Yeah. At but that point, we'd like to. If you're seeing it on the on or hearing it on on the base camp, mm-hmm. and you can't explain it from their position. Then you know, for instance, you're hearing a door slam, okay, and mm-hmm. you you're hearing it, and you can't see anything on the on the camera. So if you dispense it, okay, somebody goes in there and says, "Oh, look, this door's the, the wind's grabbed and it. it's slamming it back and forth, or the air conditioner mm-hmm. is is moving it." Then you can explain that off and check that off. Not you know, okay, that's what that was. So you've.
0: Well, kinda... we have we have similar mechanisms, but we you don't do. have. Like what? Well, well, for example. Um, every we have one person who's in control of the whole investigation. Which is um, you? Well, it's not always me. It's just a person. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it's it's it, it's whoever you know, whoever's. It's actually the one who's usually the one who's done the legwork with the research, and okay. the reason we the so reason we location. and that's the reason why we put them out of the location. Uh, because anything they already know most of the story, they know where, when, how, who, or a lot of it, and so any information if they have an experience in field, um, out in a in, in part of the location, there is the possibility um, of they are front loaded with a you know uh, prior knowledge. So we re- that's the person that we will stick at the back. That's the person that will stick in the control position. And the control position does have some equipment of its own. It's an independent observation and monitoring station. Um, But it's put in the least likely place to encounter anything. Um, And if, but if, for example, something, a door, use the example you used. Yeah. You hear a door slam. Because it's
1: a nice logical explanation. Something can be explained. So
0: all our team are radio linked. So right. we, we can simply ask, did, did, you know, did anybody get up and move about? Um, was anybody aware of, of hearing anything then? Now, we don't want to say what it is over the radio That's um, because then everybody else will hear it then. But what we also have an interesting, I think it's unique to parascience um, in that there is, as I said, you, you have one controller. Um, we have one person in charge of our investigation, and their job is to make sure. Their job is just basically to make sure everybody's where they should be, and they're all properly resourced. And they do now. What they're doing. If, for example, you've seen this, we've actually used this at Spirit Quest, um, or I think it was sorry, it was at the at the um, Lighthouse. Okay. Um, when uh, if if something starts to happen. Or, you know, we're working to a clock, so we know that at 11 o'clock, um, we're all supposed to, you know, end the session and go, into, go and get a cup of coffee. Yep. Now, at five minutes to 11, a group out in the field might, you know, they're on the top floor or the far end of the building. They might be just sensing that something's starting up. There's been a few noises or movements or, and they need longer Uh, But they know that in four minutes time now or three minutes, everybody's going to start getting up and moving about and that's going to disrupt. You know, they might have people, you know, been walking through. Mm -hmm. They have the ability to stop. uh, The entire process and all they have to say on the radio is stop, stop, stop. Now, when you hear those three words, you you nobody else can move. You are banned from moving about. Mm-hmm. the whole thing has stopped you are in lockdown um now th- there are two ways out of lockdown the person that said it can release it when they mm-hmm. think that the time is right and that could be you know because they're in in the situation or the person in overall control after a given period of time yeah. um, can can release the lockdown um so you Each team has to, and this is what I've said all along and why Ghostology and other books can't give you a method um, that works for your team, because there is no method that works universally. There are ideas and suggestions that might help your team, but your team is made up of your team and my team are very different groups of individuals. Um, And so the team dynamic has to develop and find a way of cooperating and collaborating and resolving how, you know, find methods that work best for itself. If if I took the, you know, if you took the parascience team and I took the New England Ghost Project team... Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> I'm sure that both teams would have an enjoyable night, but yeah. they would both be very much out of their comfort zones.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we we'd both be crucified. <laughs>
0: I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard your I team saying, far, your team says far nicer things about you than my team ever says about me.
1: <laughs> oh, You can blame me for that. All oh, I'm saying.
0: <laughs> no, are I'm, you ever... I'm, I'm serious. My team are, and the reason I know that is because our team keep a very detailed investigation diary while uh, mm-hmm. so on site. And the yes. instructions are to write down everything, um, not just what you see or hear, but how you're feeling. And yeah,
1: I think that's a great idea, by the way. Yeah. I really do. Yeah.
0: And that includes, like, if if you know, if Steve's pissed you off, then put it down, mm-hmm. because we need to know your state of mind. And it's amazing how many times
1: that you've pissed someone off, Steve. Yeah. No, I can't see that. Oh. You're like the easiest guy to get along with.
0: I can be, if you do your job right. Ah, thank God. Anyway, never seen the dark side of Steve. Uh, A few people have. I remember there was one incident at uh, Pembroke Castle, and we were were actually working on a documentary shoot, and we'd taken along because it was a sound-based phenomenon that we were there to look at. And we'd taken along our brand-new, and this was state-of-the-art, bought with TV money, £800. Oh, off. God bless you. Four-track uh, digital sound recorder, exactly oh. like they use in the movies. It was God bless you. super sensitive. Um, and the sound man from the from the media company that were filming us, swung his boom arm around on his pole oh. microphone, caught yep. our microphone and pulled this recorder off the table onto the floor. Ah. Now, fortunately, it's in an armoured case, so it, and I already knew that it was fine, but the team didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they saw this, this, this case slide and bounce onto the floor, Ugh. and they ran away. <laughs> <laughs> because, because they thought there was about to be a murder committed mm. and then they all came back and this. yeah when, when they came back they, they, they were all really quiet and I said what's the matter with you lot now we can't believe you didn't kill him
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> somebody hadn't done any harm it was an accident why are you being so nice about this this isn't like you
1: you know, you and I both had this when we first started because we started long ago. Long ago, we we were oh, limited, man. Limited oh, our yeah. resources, limiting our equipment. And one thing that I
0: and creative,
1: love, oh, very creative. And one thing I, I really loved was this surveillance camera or, or baby camera <laughs> that I bought from <laughs> Sears. Yeah. Oh damn, that's a bell but it, it it ended up being called the the ghetto camera for some reason uh <laughs> it, I, actually to this day, I love that camera it was a it was portable, which means it ran on battery there was no cores, no nothing and I could just take that thing and it had a little antenna on it and it would send mm-hmm. it back to i mean you got to remember this is a long time ago, so technology back then wasn't that great, and it went back to the the base camp, and, and it had a, ba- a monitor, an old-fashioned yeah. monitor, little,
0: which had to be connected to
1: a DVR. Yes, which had to be connected to a <laughs> DVR. Uh, but the, the nice thing about it, Steve, and I, and I really I thought it was great. I see what's
0: happening on the other you could end You can actually of the room. not only see, Steve, but you can hear. And, and did you have it the version was portable. where you could, Yeah, but did you have the, the deluxe version? Because um, our version um which sounded the same, had a microphone both ends and a look. and the idea was so you could soothe the baby. Oh no, we didn't have that. So that you could go, oh there, there, there. Who's this? Yeah. Su- who's a sweet little baby? Now go back to sleep, you little bastard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it was <laughs> I remember there was one occasion when ours was set up it was the first or second time we'd used it. We we mm. yeah, somebody was walking down the corridor. And they stopped to light a cigarette. <laughs> and the, smoking was allowed. We were, we were outside. Oh, okay. You know, so they, they weren't yeah. doing any harm. I went, put that bloody cigarette out. Well, I've never seen anybody jump so high. <laughs> <laughs> but I well, remember there was, we had a guy in our, in our team back then. And he, he was really, you know, like, really macho man, alpha male. Never got yeah, frightened yeah. of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we installed one of these cameras on, on a top corridor, the haunted corridor. And then we seconds, realized it quick, yeah, we realized he was taken his shoes off so we couldn't hear him hear him running along the corridor. Uh, <laughs> he didn't like being there.
1: As it tunes, we gotta go. You've been listening to yeah, Ghost Chronicles International on Togeonette and PowerX Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386, Mimrex Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Logbook, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our good friends at Patreon. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned for
0: uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Good night. God bless. Yeah. Coming soon to a baby monitor near you. Good night. <laughs> see you <soon. laughs>